This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Uh, Chip is back from the Olympics. Back from, Did you hibernate for a while? Uh, about a week. <laughs> Just waking up right now to recklessly speculate with us. We get things rolling with the opening bell. Want to ring the bell? Reckless speculation. He not only would be a difference, difference maker to our, my team, but to any team that he goes to in the National Football League. Um, it's, a, it's an instant upgrade, leadership. He can throw and make all the passes on the field. So, yeah, when you get a guy like that, you're automatically in, uh, in Super Bowl contention. You like that? You like that? It was Von Miller. <laughs> Are they Von recruiting Miller? in Denver? Yeah, that's recruiting there. Where are the Vikings players? Can they can they do that? Can can a player do that? Players say, why can not? do it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do we yeah. care? Like you can't. So you can Management tamper through can. the you can tamper through the media, but yeah. you can't tamper. You can't. Well, no, you can't. A coach or an executive can't tamper through us. So they they can't they go, say they, that. So they send Von Miller yeah. on but NFL I, Network. Or but whatever. I think if Stefan Diggs got on TV today and and made a pitch for Cousins, I think that's fair game. Yeah, we. In fact, that's what the Vikings need now. Yeah, you got a match. Got a rebuttal. This. You, you got a match. Rebuttal. So where are you at here? I think, uh, yeah, I'm, you've been in you've been in Olympic world for the last uh, month or so. But yeah. welcome to the world of reckless speculation, Chip. It's good to have you in. Ah, uh, thanks. Uh, I'm all in on Cousins. I think you, uh, you know, to me, he's the of the options. He's the surest thing. If if there's such a uh, term yeah. for a quarterback, yes. um, I just think you know what you're getting more from him than the other. The three guys that you had here last year, um, I think he's an upgrade in, in a lot of areas. And so the price is going to it's going to be steep and it's going to be painful, but that's the price of doing business. And this is, I know I saw, uh, was it Zimmer or Spielman at the... Uh, Zimmer at the combine. Said, I don't, I don't, nervous. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't Spielman. No, yeah, but no. we said, I don't believe in the windows yes. talk. Yeah, he's wrong on that, by the way. With, yeah, you're absolutely in a window <laughs> win right now. I mean, you're... The nucleus of your defense is 25 to 30 years old. Yep. I think you have three to four really good years with this group still left. And that's sort of what is that what Cousins is wanting a three or four year deal? Um, so he can hit free agency again. Hey, push it all in and uh, and make that play right now. And I'm not sure if it if it was triggered by Zimmer's comments at the combine shipper or what. But uh, for the last basically for the last five days or so, you can sense this going from oh yeah, let's sign him to a lot of Vikings fans being like, oh, if you do this and you might not have enough salary cap room and this might cost. And then I keep coming back to, okay, let's say you don't get him. What are your options? Yeah. Do you want, because I don't think Keenum's coming back. Bradford, the, the head coach has come out and declared he has a degenerative knee condition, which, oh, by the way, is not good. Mm-hmm. If Teddy comes back, 
And I, I know Zim likes him a lot, but the problem there is what type of player comes back. So if you're a nervous Viking fan right now, and there's lots of, of them, I sense, what's your next option here? What are you going to do? Bring back Teddy and realize week one, oh my gosh, he's eight weeks away from being really functional? Really, for me, plan B would try to be trade for Nick Foles. And that might be... So, so that the problem with that, we went over that yesterday. If they want a first in a third or something, or a yeah. first in a second round pick, they want they want what they got for Bradford. Let's so let's say you have to give up a first round pick and a second round pick, and then after 2018, you're going to have to pay him like yeah. 20 or 25 million dollars a year. Yeah. So I think I think if you stripped away money and contract, and and those are those are relevant things. So I'm not I'm not trying to you know say that they're irrelevant, but if you stripped away money and contract. Kirk Cousins is the no-brainer for me. Yes. The question is, how much do money and contract matter? And so, Judd, and I, we actually got a tweet during yesterday's show. Uh, is is Kirk Cousins sort of the equivalent to to Parisian Suter in that it's a salary cap league? When you were looking to sign the player in question, so for the Vikings, Cousins, and for the Wild six years ago, Parisian Suter, those were the best available mm-hmm. free agents, but maybe they weren't tier number one stars. Parisi and Suter are very good. They were the best free agents, but it, it wasn't like Patrick Kane. No, 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 and, Kane, no. Right? So yeah. so do you put yourself in a position? And, and the, the biggest difference is the Wild were looking to get to the playoffs and become relevant when mm-hmm. they made those signings. The Vikings are, are at that point. They're looking to go from playoffs to championship. championship. And so if that signing hinders your roster construction, I don't think you have to worry about that until at least 2019. 2018 is the year that matters most. Yeah, and Ben Gessling from my paper did a really nice blog post uh, two days ago or three days ago where he laid out that it's not, it doesn't have to be a detriment to sign in some of your core guys, whether it's Daniil Hunter or Stefan Diggs or Kendricks or Barr. All so what uh, Kendricks, Barr, Hunter, and and Diggs are up after this year. Mm -hmm. The way Ben laid it out and talking to a lot of agents and, and NFL people that. Uh, you still would have enough salary cap space to be able to do both. It doesn't have to be an either or with those guys. And, and like like Kyle Rudolph has a seven million dollar cap. Now you can you can shave that with yeah. with very little penalty. Yeah. There's like Rob Brzezinski is it's sort good. of this this Swiss Army knife of cap, but you know magic that the Vikings have and other teams might not. Here's my big thing though. What do we complain about in this town constantly? Cheapness, right? Yeah. Uh, we can't compete. The Yankees did this and the Red Sox did that and and the Giants. So you are now presented with a 13-3 and team uh, that, that made a run to the conference championship game. And I know it flamed out and was bad. But you have most of the key components from that team coming back. And now you are threatening to go out onto the open market and sign the most attractive free agent QB available. And by the way, these guys are rarely out there. And you've got this chance, and and a lot of us are like, well, I don't know if th- if this one's smart. No, yeah, but th- this is this is what you want so many times. And if you can make it work financially with the other parts, where you're not sacrificing, um, you know, a really good up and coming player, th- they're absolutely right there on the cusp. You have to go for it. And I, and I and, and talking to Spielman, I had a one on one with them at the Super Bowl. I got that sense, and we weren't talking quarterbacks, but I got that sense of this. And Mark Wolf alluded to it too. Is like their organization is in the best spot that it's been since they took over ownership, with the roster, with the uh, management structure, the new facility, where they're at on the field, the nucleus of their team, and so this is just the one. It's obviously a big piece, but this is the piece that you know if you can if you can solve that finally, this could put them into that championship. Uh, 
uh, you know, arena. Yeah, to Judd's point about about you know fans in in the Twin Cities and and calling owners cheap. I think that's mostly just a baseball thing because the perception is, well, there's no salary cap. You should just be able to spend yeah. as much money as you want. And the reality is, even if you've got 30 billionaire owners in baseball, they're all looking to profit or break even on their franchise. Uh, so they're all operating with a glass ceiling of you know revenue or of uh, of uh, you know, spending constraint. Yeah. In the NFL, I don't think it's about like, oh my god, that it's it's is it too much money relative to the cap and the rest of your roster? And again, I think we all agree in this room. 2018 is the only year that matters That's right now. The, the yeah. most important Just thing, push chips but, in for 2018 and see what but, happens. But this is a prime example of an opportunity that that you're about to take. And is there could there be a downside to it? Absolutely. But but if you're telling me that you can go get the best quarterback on the open market right now to replace uh, Case Keenum, who had a really nice year, but there are no guarantees that that continues. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. It's a good chance to take and. and- we know there's no tampering, right, uh, in the NFL. Oh, <laughs> heavens no, yeah, but But don't you get the sense that by them not franchising Keenum, they have to feel pretty good about where they're at with with uh, yes. Cousins? Yes. That you have to feel... I think they're convinced it's a two-team race, probably, and that they're and have, in the lead of that and race. And you have a lot yes. more... You, you might not be able to offer as much money, but you're going to offer a lot more in terms of being... You know, right there on the cusp. I feel, I feel like it's the movie The Departed from 12 yeah. years ago with Jack Nicholson, where everyone's got a burner phone and they're having these <laughs> secret the conversations. Shot. Yeah, Hi, honey, who are you on the phone with there? Like Roger Goodell looking around the corner. No, nobody, nobody. Throw the I'm phone the out mole. the yeah. I'm the mole. <laughs> exactly. Ding ding. Uh, so you're headed over to cover the state high school hockey yeah. tournament here. Yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, any predictions? Any thoughts I, early on here? I mean, no, I have in town in the A, but. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't studied the field a lot. You know, I'm just trying to get back in it. Um, but I gotta be honest with you, this is this is every year. This is one of my favorite assignments, and I try to cover the the boys hockey tournament every year just because it's so unique. You know, I remember my first year doing it. You've got the hair kind of flowing I today got the too. Hair it looks flowing, like. Yeah, <laughs> this is the mustache, the head of our mustache. Good salad there, Chip. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I'm gonna do the Dinah <laughs> Lakeville North and then uh, Duluth East and is it St. Michael second game? So. Mm. Congratulations to Hermantown and, um, the other schools that won in the high school hockey tournament yesterday. I am sure it was some good hockey and a wonderful experience for all the kids involved. Do you know what I miss? I will tell you. I miss the days when none of these schools would sniff the tournament because the big schools would beat them bloody in the section tournaments. Those were the days when the tournament actually showcased the best teams in the state instead of trying to give a trophy to everyone. (laughs) It's nice that they get to play, but don't tell me the kids that win in Class A are state champs. They aren't. It's a fraud. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Judbot 3000. That's great. Oh, what what is the Judbot 3000 talking about? That I said this year. Coming hot. I said this year, no, I'm not bashing the Class A kids There's at no all. There's no private. Judbot just came in and just destroyed them. You are probably asking yourself, Judbot, you love hockey. You must be really into the high school tournament, right? Well, my answer is this. Honestly, I don't care much about the Class A tournament, but the AA does pique my interest. I mean, how can you not be excited to see these kids, especially the seniors who might be moving on to a gopher career, playing in what could possibly be the last meaningful hockey game of their lives. Once they get to the U, they will be buried under fan apathy and the underwhelming play that is gopher Big Ten hockey. These bums just got swept two weeks in a row by Penn State, a team that has only been in Division One for five years. 
pride on ice. Wow. It started off so positive, and it just went off the cliff. Right? The last John Bot 3000. Oh, the John Bot has been on fire. John Bot's not years. wrong, right? I mean, it, like, what's more relevant? The, oh, what's man. more relevant the last five years? Playing in the Class oh. 2A state championship or a Gopher Penn State game on a buried oh. on CBS Sports Network? I didn't say that John Bot was necessarily wrong about the Class A tournament wow. either. I just said I wasn't going to talk about it this year. I was finally going to let bygones be bygones, but wow, wow. wow Judbot really took it to those kids. Oh, fraud, fraud might be a little strong. <laughs> I mean, Hermantown. Like, can we move Hermantown? Smaller. Up? Yeah. Oh, I, I know, I know. But and Bruce, absolutely Bruce Plant's won't. not there anymore, huh? He's gone. No, he's gone. Oh, I miss the uh, post games with Bruce Plant. Those are he's gone. Those are epic. I, I don't understand how for a program like that it's satisfied to keep going to the state tournament in Class A. But I mean, that's just me and the bot. Yeah. I don't want to. Indict anyone else with me, or take anyone else down with me. See, this me. is where this is the problem now. Now that now that Judbot three thousand can do yeah, dirty laundry for Judd here, Judd can be. Oh, I love kids. Yeah, oh, I would totally have, great. Yeah. I would totally have had kids if I wasn't busy drinking and classes. watching sports in my thirties and forties. There's a lot of yeah. there a lot of games on <laughs> back in the nineties when I might have. Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, I'm just glad that the Judbot's here to really oh, bring reality to the Mackie and Judd show. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Chip's hanging out with us. Chip Skagen, Star Tribune, StarTribune.com. Uh, we'd love to ask you a few Gopher football questions. Yeah, There's some yeah, news sure. came out yesterday. PJ Fleck uh, spoke, and spring practice starts up. And also, uh, we can open up phone lines this hour too. Six five one six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. The scoop with Doogie at ten fifteen. Seth Davis on college hoops at eleven. Matthew Collar on Vikings at twelve fifteen. Let's talk about this fifty-five inch beauty in our studio. That would be the TCL 4K Roku TV that stares us in the face. So TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand, and it's one of the three largest TV brands in the world uh, coming down the backstretch. And uh, they're also offering up some of the best seating options, premium seating inside Target Center. In fact, here's how you can register to win tickets to the Grizzlies-Wolves game from a TCL theater box at Target Center on March 26th. We're talking about... The best coveted new offering in the world of premium arena seating. TCL Theater Boxes offer dramatic views, a VIP experience unlike any other in the arena, five-star cuisine, lounge area, oversized chairs. All you have to do if you want to experience this luxury, courtesy of TCL, is go to 1500ASPN.com and enter the keyword TCL. It's very simple. America's fastest growing TV brand. Mackie and Joe with Chip Scoggins. Mackie and Judd are back. Here it is. On 1500 ESPN. Shannon Brooks will be out for the 2018 season. Uh, he had a le- lower leg injury in one of our last days of winter conditioning, non-contact injury. So he will be out. We will redshirt him. He'll be back for 2019. Um, and that's unfortunate. Obviously, that's not um, the news everybody wants to hear. Not what I want to hear, but I'll tell you what. Uh, he has been incredibly positive about it. You know, he sees it as some, uh, you know, as as kind of a blessing in his own eyes of how he can continue to mature, how he can get better, and obviously be back in 2019. That's Gopher coach P.J. Fleck uh, talking Tuesday as spring practice started. Yes. Mackie and Judd and Chip Scoggins. Oh, and yeah, the most important question, yeah. when do the Vols start spring yeah, practice? Yeah, I'm not sure. I got to I gotta find out their dates. Hold, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, hold on a second. Are you Did feeling you, okay? Yeah. I've been in Korea. <laughs> Did you ju- what do they do to you over there? They brainwash you? You're not Chip Scoggins at all. This isn't our real Chip. 
I know we, we we made a big deal out of taking Butch Jones's uh, picture down off the the. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? So they had uh, oh. they had his his image up on the the scoreboard at the stadium. We Wait, did like, we, we did a time elapse video. Somebody did of them taking it down. Really? Like like a like a mural or something. Yeah, like a, just a picture that they had. Why? <laughs> well, he's not part of the program. No, but like We're why? Why did he have a mural? Period. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Did he demand that that was put up? Probably. When he took the job? Is that normal? Probably. Is is that standard procedure? Yeah, there were the like three pictures. There were three pictures up there in the. Uh, was it like? Well, Nick Saban has a statue, but he's you know won a few national titles. <laughs> well, yeah, Nick Saban deserves a statue. Yeah. Did everyone turn and uh, during the national the anthem biggest... turn toward Butch instead of the flag or what? <laughs> Hand over your heart. <laughs> it was a yeah. It was like the, the biggest deal that they're taking his picture down finally, and uh, some of the media had the. Time elapsed video of, of them removing yeah. it. Like, I, I saw a couple of headlines on. So we just played PJ Fleck talking about Shannon Brooks, who's yeah. going to be out for the year. That's a buzzkill for the Gophers. I've already seen a couple narratives of oh, this is going to be an important, you know, PJ Fleck's going to have to redeem himself after last year. I got news for people. Really? It's going to get worse before it gets better. If he, if he goes through with his plan the way he did at Western Michigan and the thing that he was talking about when he took the job of going young, and now they're going to have a Juco quarterback, it looks like, but. If they're going to go young and freshmen and sophomores mm-hmm. at most of the starting offensive and defensive positions at some point, they ain't going to be sniffing a bowl yeah. game. Well, one thing, they are, I'm guessing a two-deep is going to be younger. He threw out a stat uh, yesterday where I think it was 77%, he said, of the roster are in their first year, either uh, redshirt or true freshman. Yep. And, and the schedule is going to get tougher this year. Mm-hmm. And so... And you're going to have a quarterback, even if this Juco starter, I assume he is going to be, and he's played college football. I just want to pick just one this know. time. Just pick yeah. one this time. Yeah. Pick a quarterback. I got to imagine he will be the guy, because um, my experience is you don't sign Juco's to be backups. You're signing them with the thought that they're going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, now he has to earn it. And, and I think if if he does anything and shows them in spring ball, like they think, I got to imagine he's going to be the starter going into fall camp. Um, but, yeah, so it's – you know, they should have depth, better depth at certain spots, offensive line, um, in a couple of places, but they're going to be young. And he was talking about uh, the wide receiver core the other day. He's like, wow, we're going to need five freshmen to contribute at wide receiver. I'm like, okay, there's going to be one that's probably going to be, you can't count on five coming through into clutch for you and as are, freshmen. It just doesn't happen. You're are gonna, we talking some true freshmen here or mostly uh, red shirts? Or I what? think there's uh, two red shirts. I okay. know uh, Chris Sodden-Bell, Demetrius Douglas, though, they got hurt. So those two they'll be counting on in some incoming guys. Hey, Chipper, as a, a, a guy who uh, certainly has dealt with Coyle before, and Mark is a pretty private guy. I mm-hmm. mean, he doesn't talk much. Uh, the press conferences certainly in the past few months have not been great. What is your assessment of where this athletic program and department is at and where Coyle has things? Because football is definitely building, and yeah. and as, as Phil said, probably going to be a dumpster fire again. Uh, basketball is now coming off, going from incredibly bad to a pop-up year that was great fun to being a disappointment again, partially because guys were hurt and also because Lynch got kicked off the team. And as we've talked about on the show the past few days, uh, Hockey, which is a key sport for you, is largely empty, and and I think hockey has turned a very unfortunate corner from from probably three years ago with anger to apathy now. Yeah, what's your assessment of where Coyle has this program? Yeah, and I think um, I think there's still optimism with with uh, football and basketball with with Coyle. Uh, I will say uh, yesterday, going over to Flex or whatever day it was, um, going to his press conference was the first day I'd been in the new facility, and it's fabulous. I mean, it just looks 
remarkable. So that that is a game changer for them, I think, when you walk in there now compared to, uh, you know, before. Um, football, you know, you, you, you Fleck has to have time to be able to get these players in. And I think recruiting's uh, going well for him. Um, so you just have to have patience there and let him get his system, let him get his guys and, and see where they go. There's still a, a lot of confidence internally with Patino. I can just tell you Mark Cole has a ton of confidence in him. And and this year with all the injuries and, and Reggie Lynch situation, it just completely sabotaged that. I mean, it just just unraveled with the things that um, you weren't expecting. But you look at the recruiting class he has coming in is really good and talented. They got to get Amir Coffee healthy and these guys coming back. So I think they will bounce back. The Lucia question is the one that's hanging out there. And, and I'm I'm curious. I haven't seen Mark in a while, but I'm in, not that he would tell me anyways. But I'm curious Jeff, to see. Yeah, Jeff, don't write this. <laughs> don't, yeah, that's right. Fire his ass. I'm curious to see what they do there. Um, and 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 it may hinge on what happens with with the NCAs. You know, obviously, if they get in and make a run, it's hard to fire a coach that, that makes a run at you know a championship. But um, if they get in and flame out, it, it'll be interesting to see where they go in that direction. I think he has what one year left and. Yeah, there's just, you know, you look at the crowds, you look at the kind of the reaction on social media. It's just people are restless on on Patino. It feels like for the first time since he took the job, 2018, 19 is going to be that that big prove it year. All right. Well, you've had you've had two of the worst seasons in the history of the program in conference. Yeah. In between that, you had a nice pop up run as a five seed to the NCAA tournament. All right. So not let's. Let's wipe the slate clean again. Yeah, you got a recruiting class coming in here now. Losing Nate Mason's a big deal, but I think he, I think he comes back. I don't think there's any question at no, this point. No, and uh, but, but again, if they miss the NCAA tournament next year and the buyout comes down another year, another yeah. million dollars. Yeah, I'm not it's saying a big he, year for Richard Patino yeah, next year. Yeah, and and it's interesting. I don't know if you saw his blog post from yesterday. Um, Patino's kind of the year end wrap up and looking ahead. It was pretty. Fort Wright with um, his assessment, he's like, I got to coach better. There are things that I didn't do, even with all the injuries and things that went on. Um, here are three or four specific areas where I didn't coach him well enough, and that we got to improve in, and that's on me. Yeah. And so I thought that was good to hear. That he's he, right. Like you can't if your subs are going to come in and they're seniors and juniors, yeah. and they're going to look completely unusable. That ultimately comes down to development coaching, or you pick the wrong guys from four years ago. And that's where you know they. And he'll be the first to admit when they first got there, they had too many misses. Guys that just he brought with them in a pinch, didn't work out. They transferred, got thrown out, whatever. And it caught up with them. Because now when you have some injuries and you go to your bench, you're like, those aren't Big Ten caliber players you're no. putting out there. And he first on his, li- on his list said, yeah, his first on his list said, I have to recruit better depth. I mean, it's obvious. But I mean, even just in game coaching about. How you covering you know screens or whatever? Yeah. He, he said there are specific areas where we didn't do a good enough job, and so I think I to me that was nice to hear because it's easy to say, well, injuries, Reggie, you know, no, well that that obviously wrecked the season, but you, you can't just sit here and you know pass it all off on that and not accept any of the responsibility. I, I think what I appreciate about Richard Patino, he is very comfortable owning things mm-hmm. that he should own. Yes, right? like yeah. and so it's. It's a lot easier if you're on the outside of fan media. It's a lot easier to pile on someone who refuses to take responsibility mm-hmm. or who deflects blame or comes up with excuses. He more more often than not, and maybe even all the time, will just come out and say, 
yeah, I uh, I failed over here. I need to do better over here. I'm you know I'm still young, whatever. Yeah. But that one pop up season where they put everything together and they went as a five seed that gives you some an interesting glimpse into what can happen once he puts things together again, maybe in 2018. Yeah, and I, I think these guys coming in are really going to help them. Um, and you get Murphy back, and to me, the key is you got to figure out Washington, and he played great at the end of the season, or a lot better. Um, and so that gives you a little hope going forward. Um, but he needs to be because hey, Nate Mason's not here anymore. You're the guy, and so you have to be more mature in your game and and know how to play at this level. That that was a tough step too because he came here. It can't help your cause when when you come to a school and you're and you're that well known for your exploits that have nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, from the first time you saw him play, you said this is this is a project. And I think the problem is now we, we see a guy, you know, he's on Instagram, and you're thinking, oh, man, he's really, he's got it. Well, that's great, and that's all all well and good. But this is still a high school kid, essentially. Yeah. So I was, the, the first, I want to say, the first time I saw him play extensively chipper was the Miami game, because mm-hmm. oh. that's the one that McBrayer, I had the leg infection and couldn't play. And you said to yourself at that point, this is going to take an entire season to get him Close to being right. And that was the game where he completely hijacked the game, right? Yes. Where he took like 15 shots and they were he all didn't bad. Know, he yeah. didn't know what to do. And then he finally, Patino finally mercifully took him out and benched him. Yes. And you realize he has no clue like what a good shot is versus a bad shot at the Big Ten level. Now you might be able to do that at high school, but. On the jelly roll thing, I mean, come on. Lay, just, just, I don't mean to sound like an old codger, but just lay the ball in. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like yeah. you don't need to make everything look amazing. Yeah. Just, just get the two points. Yeah, yeah. and it so, you know, doesn't matter what it looks like. You know, I was in Korea for most of the last part of the season, so I didn't get to see a lot. But just from reports, sounds like he. You didn't miss much, but yeah, yeah. He didn't miss much. But for his individual, we quit growth, watching. Chip. Sounds like he played better. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. We stopped watching. Yeah, you we, stopped, we, watching? We stopped <laughs> watching entirely. Yeah. It, it was Along with everyone else. I'm right? sure he was yeah. great. Yeah. 651-646-825. Yeah. <laughs> great in that loss to Rutgers last week. Uh, Twins Anonymous. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, just curious. Does anybody realize what March 29th represents? Hmm. Is this a trick question? Is there math no. involved? I don't know off the top of my head. Opening day baseball, Minnesota Twins in Camden Yards. I get the Vikings are will always be king in this town, but at what point do we get a Kirk Cousins moratorium? I tell you what, I wish all the NFL owners would get together and collude in the same way that the baseball owners have. Then we wouldn't have to hear about Kirk Cousins until August, and it would just be fantastic. So, Listen, Twins Anonymous. Speculation. We just, we just gave you 12 good, solid gopher minutes there. Yeah. Just maybe 13. Yeah, we're talking... Hockey, basketball, football. We gave you some what high school hockey in there, too. Yeah. I tell you what, Mr. Knoxville, I don't know what your problem is. I don't know why you're going to cast those at the Gophers. You had up damn problems down there at Knoxville. Why don't you watch the old bobber? <laughs> Love it. That, you know what? He, he is a, uh, right, though, that the NFL's genius is they oh. turned it into a year-round free agency. Huge deal. The draft, huge deal. You think about Combine, this. huge deal. You have OTAs. You know, you, we cover OTAs like it's real practice. You have an illegal tampering period that begins at the combine, and then and now you have a legal tampering period, so you can have your people cover that, and then you have free agency start. Yeah, I, I also know. like like I think in you know Twins Anonymous, he's one of our favorite callers, yeah. and obviously he wants to hear Twins discussion. Yeah. We could. We could sit here. We do 16 segments a day. We do four hours a day. We're the we are the uh, Carl Pavano innings eaters <laughs> right. of 1500 ESPN. And you could sit sore, here by the way. Right. if we had a live if we 
if we had a live poll of, okay, here's what we're talking about right now. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Like, there's going to be, yeah. there's always going to be people on both sides. But in general, when you have the most popular team in town that almost went to a Super Bowl and you've got an above average, you don't have quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins on the free agent market ever yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. A guy who puts up big numbers and the Vikings are number one on the list according to reports. That's a story that doesn't come around. So people, are, pe- yeah. more people are interested than not. If you're wondering, like, why do these guys keep mashing this into the ground? You yeah. know what? It's, it's the same reason why a top forty radio station <laughs> is playing the same damn song. Like people want to hear it. I, I know. know people want to hear it. Well, well free, agency, it. free agency does start next week. So yeah, true. No. It starts on. I uh, got bad news too. Wednesday. Yeah. I guarantee you, if Cousin signs within the first week of, of the Twins being at home, Kirk Cousins will be paraded. To the mound, yeah. and we'll throw out a first pitch. Yeah. So the Twins will be as much on this as we are. Every team he, in town. I mean, if the if if he signs, he'll he'll go he'll be he'll, courtside at the Wolves. He'll do. Uh, let's play hockey let's play, at the yeah. X. Yeah, for sure. It has to be one of those deals where he signs like a minute after free agency opens. Supposedly right? not. We we don't know for sure. The the one report that came out last week is that he was actually, and I don't completely buy this, but his agent was threatening to go visit teams. Yeah. So who that, knows? That's a, that's a ploy. Who <laughs> that's, knows? That's, I, I want mean, to see he's Kirk probably been here already. Backroom Manny's like everybody yeah. else. Did you guys see the note on the, that we got on Twitter? And I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it said because of the reciprocity between Minnesota and Michigan that he actually would pay his taxes in Michigan, and that he wouldn't be as ta- he wouldn't be taxed as much as he would be here because we, we would allow him to be taxed. In his home because, state. Because he lives from, so he can say he from lives, February, if for more than six months Correct. of the year, he's and we have And, and, and we that's, have that's an what agreement. Joe Mauer has done in Florida. Yeah, he when Joe Mauer there, si- yeah. When Joe Mauer <laughs> signed that contract in, what was it, 2010 now, he had six months, somehow set up six months residency where he would, <laughs> would go back to Florida during the, you know, the season. See, yeah. Yeah. And uh, no income tax yeah. in Florida. I would do the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd be paying that less. That next there big Star Tribune contract. That's hey guys, right. Yeah. I'm going to be in Fort Myers for about six months and four weeks. It's the Patrick right. Ricey plan, actually. Yeah, Pat does that, right? <laughs> well, that's, that's a right. very good question. Has Pat transferred his tax uh, situation well, to Pat Florida? Pat keeps claiming that this is the last year. He's yeah. the Brett Favre of local <laughs> no, sports yeah. columnists and I'm radio re- guys. After the Ryder Cup, I'm done at the Strib, except for the next three years. He <laughs> sent me, uh, I-, I could share this, he sent me an email last night, like just pontificating late into the night on pod- like podcast ideas for post-radio career. Oh, my God. Said, I'm trying to think ahead, you know, when I hang it up. Like, you've been saying that for five yeah, years. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> when I hang it up. Yeah. Not going to happen. All right, you yeah. got to go watch high school yeah, hockey. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Thanks for having me. Bye, Chip. Go Appreciate Hornets. It. Yeah, that's right. Cake eaters, baby. <laughs> Mackie and Judd, 651-646-8255. And a Doogie with a scoop in about 45 minutes from now. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of juicy information on. Maybe the Twins are still going to sign a pitcher. I don't know. There's still a couple guys sitting out there. We'll see where those talks are at. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgan. They have completely gone off the deep end. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. You know what, Judd, because we are men of the people. We listen to our audience. And Twins Anonymous called in. He berated us for talking too much Kirk Cousins. You know, we're going to give Twins Anonymous what he wants. Do you know what? A little Twins talk Do you here. know where I thought he, he was going? I thought when he said, do you know what March 29th represents? And we're like, no. And, and he said, Twins at Baltimore. I thought he was going to say, and that's ridiculous. 
the season season should start in April. Oh. I really did. Well, I thought he was going to go with the and because I will never for as long as I'm on this earth, I will never get used to the regular season in baseball starting in March. And it has before and I still can't get used to it. So are they doing that in order to are they are they doing that to create more space in the regular season or are yes. they doing it to move the World Series back a week? I think they added a handful of off days. Yeah. Okay. Players. Yeah. So players are complaining about just too much wear and tear, five star hotels and stuff. Yeah, oh, it's tough. Those those charter planes. They are difficult. Every once in a while, I'm told they hit turbulence, mm-hmm. and it's oh. just awful because then you're bouncing in the air, and it's just very tough. I promise this is the only ten seconds I will bring up the Bachelor on the show. But they showed. I watched the. Uh, I I caught up last night on the the final show from a couple nights ago. They sent our gal from Minnesota, Becca. They sent her back from L. A. after getting broken up with middle seat coach. What? Delta. Middle seat well, coach how they, Delta. How could they just bawling her eyes out? Just, how, just a so travesty. you don't. So you don't send her back in first class. It's a it's a classless move by the Bachelor producers. Oh, I or would. maybe she just bought her own ticket. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, Jose Barrios. <laughs> I'm I'm actually upset by this. <laughs> I mean, give bad. her an aisle at least. I didn't care about Becca till now, but that's BS. Yeah. Well, she'll walk down the aisle at some point. Maybe not the Delta aisle. Oh, middle seat, so I don't like middle seat. Uh, Jose Barrios shared these lofty goals for 2018. I'm going to throw these at you. You guys tell me if you... Is is he being realistic, or is he the next Adrian Peterson, <laughs> who every year he had a microphone in front of him during training camp would say, 3,000 yards, Two, bitch. 2,038 will be my 300th win. I figured it out. <laughs> We're playing the Padres yeah. that day in early. Yeah. I'm going to be 74 years old, actually, when... When I get to my goals. So Barrio said his goal. So somebody asked him, this is a few days ago, down in uh, in Fort Myers, what are, your, what are your personal goals? Do you have any goals for 2018? He goes, I have a lot of them. I'll share some of them with you guys. He wants to win 20 games. He wants to make the all-star team. Yeah. And because those two things happening um, would lead to a third goal, the third goal there would be win the Cy Young Award. And then the team goal would be to make the playoffs. So if those are the four goals for Jose Barrios. That is Peterson-like. Now, playoffs, realistic, they did last year. Right. Winning 20 games, I'm not a big pitcher-win guy, but if they score a bunch of runs and he's really good, could he win 17 to 20 games? I mean, it happens. Pitchers win 20 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, All-star game, very possible. Mm-hmm. Cy Young Award, he's really good, but until Corey Kluber gets hit by a well, you know, tour good, van. Good for him, I guess. I mean, that's fine, but yeah, it seems a little bit aggressive. I like his ambition. I like the fact that he's kind of, he's kind of got that Zach Levine gene where they have to like take the keys to the complex away from him or he's going to yeah. overwork himself. I'd rather a guy err on that side than the other side, like the Andrew Wiggins side. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's crazy with some of these. Cy Young Award, he's, he's the caliber of pitcher with his stuff that eventually could flirt with or win a Cy Young Award, so that wouldn't be totally shocking. Uh, but if those things happen, like if, if he were to make the All-Star game, and if he were to even flirt with 20 wins, my opinion of this team skyrockets. Well, Because now he's a number one starter. I was going to say, that there there's your ace then, and Odorizzi can slot in as a two, and Santana, once he gets back, can be a three. Yeah. if And then you trade for somebody. And he's got the stuff. I just... Peterson actually, to, to your point, Peterson did sour me a little bit on goals. Because for a long time, I thought... Good for him. You know what? He's he's aiming high. How about go to how about twenty one hundred before three thousand? Well, and then well, and the thing with Pe- Peterson that soured me 
and maybe cynical was he didn't develop the rest of his game. So it's like all his goals were around what he did well. It's like, yeah. okay, that's great, but what about blocking on third down? I can't do that. Sorry. Yeah. Like, like I won't do that. It, that's what sort of soured me on that. Peterson always. Probably unfairly. He struck me as a guy who, hey, it's all about the team. I want the team to win as long as they win in the way that I want to play. Yes. And as long as I carry the ball enough. If I carry the ball 20 times and run for 100 plus yards every game, then I'm totally cool with winning. If I carry, Otherwise, bleep it. Yeah. If I carry the ball five times and we win by 20 or, or we can lose by 20 and I get 21 carries, I'm going to take those 21 carries, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, Barrios, he likes to post photos and, and videos of himself. He, he likes to show the world how, how much he works, but it doesn't, it doesn't come off as, uh, he comes off as a really nice, humble guy. It doesn't come off as, uh, right. I don't know, like cocky or showing off. Yep. So I, I do think there is Cy Young Award potential in there, but you know, this, he, he started the year last year, made six starts in AAA. So this would, this is going to be his first full year in the big leagues. In 2018. So uh, Berardino and Doogie, I think you both said, too, that, that they did come in in the last couple of weeks on Lance Lynn, correct, and low-balled him big time. I think two years, $10 million total, well, something. Doogie went back on that. Uh, oh, he did? Okay. because He reported two years, $12 million. We can talk to him in a half hour here. And then someone told him, I'm guessing with the Twins, it was for more than that. It wasn't two years, $12 million. Lance Lynn was looking for a $100 million contract at the beginning of free agency. He's still sitting out there. I know he is. So it might be for that is, okay, either you've got five rotation spots. Mm-hmm. Do you think Lance Lynn, money aside, is Lance Lynn somebody that would upgrade your rotation? Do you think that Lance Lynn is is worthy of being in your rotation? Okay, I think the answer is yes. He's no longer going to get $100 million because right. he's still sitting out there. Right. So you no longer have to worry about vastly overpaying him. Mm-hmm. If you think he's good enough to be in your rotation, make him a competitive three-year offer. Pay him $45 million over three years because that's not going to cripple you. Right. And either he's good enough to be in your rotation but or this, he's not. But but this now goes back to the conversation that we had on the Wednesday show about Dozier. Oh, I my think, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. We have breaking news. I sent it to you. It just broke. Oh, yeah. Okay, finish your point. <laughs> my my point my point being is I think that management in baseball right now sees an opportunity to not, not have to pay guys. And so they're attempting to capitalize on that. And so nobody, for the most part, unless you're a superstar, is going to get what can be deemed to be a fair offer. Right. Now, the breaking news. Play it. Sit down, Wolves fans. Play Make it. sure you sit down. Oh, can I do it? Uh, Dave, have you seen the news yet? I have not. Can you guess what the news is? Timberwolves, Timberwolves breaking news from Adrian Wojnarowski. Yeah, Woj bomb. This is a Woj bomb. A Woj bomb that's not going to surprise you. You just said sit down, Wolves fans. That sounds bad. Well, it it also could mean that, that the person who signed this deal needs to sit down a lot as well because he's an <laughs> aging gentleman. I don't even know if he's aging as much well, as his he's body just is. like he's 74 Humpty Dumpty. Years, he's 74 I mean, years old when it comes to his body. It sounds to me like we've got a reunion happening. Yes, yes that's exactly right. Oh. Uh-huh. Derek Rose is signing with the Timberwolves for the rest of the season. League sources tell ESPN. Uh, take that. Take that, NBA. <laughs> Derek! Oh, my God. Derek Rose, Taj Gibson, J- injured Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> did you guys see what, what Butler did on Friday? Oh, he, on the, the tweet? On the Twitter? He No, well, besides that, he did that from, he went to a Wolves viewing party. He's so bored that he showed up at a Wolves viewing party. <laughs> like someone's house? or No, I think at a bar. Like with the Fox Sports North girls? Yes, yes, like something like that. That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, he went, we don't have last names, but come hang out with us. <laughs> yep. 
Hi, I'm Kelly, and this is Jimmy. We won't call him Jimmy Buckets because he can't have a last name. He went to a viewing party. The whole like lack of last names thing was very bizarre. Like, Anthony LaPanta has a last name. He sure does. Why can't Bianca have a last name? Because Bianca's just a Fox Sports Nut girl. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want you to know her last name. We're wearing tank tops. Oh. And, I, and I'm Jimmy, and I'm not playing right now, so you, you're not going to find out what my last name is. In all honesty, on Rose, what, what took so long? I mean, he probably, what's did, it been two weeks? You know, it's possible yeah. that that when he got more. when he got cut or traded from Cleveland, like if you get on a flight and your knees swell up, he might have needed a couple weeks to recover from the flight. That's true. You got to worry about blood clots. You got to get movement going. Gout. Yes, gout's trouble. They, your feet ever blowed up? Your ankles on a flight? I'm just saying. I think for contractual purposes, they couldn't sign him till after March 1st or 2nd. Um, okay, but beyond it's that, the eighth. What I know. took so long? Beyond that, I have no idea. And then Butler, supposedly once Butler got hurt, it was going to expedite this, so I don't know why it took longer. But it's done now. All right, let's... Buckets buckets reunited with Derrick Rose. Let's talk more about this in uh, in just a second here. My God. You know what? Actually, you know who could use Chris Lindahl, the number one REMAX results team, is Derrick Rose. Or Kirk Cousins. The guy who bounces around. Kirk Cousins could need a place. You're looking to sell your home. Uh, and uh, looking to make some money off of the sale of your home because maybe you don't make as much money as you used to, I would recommend the Chris Lindahl team who helped me squeeze a lot more money, thousands of dollars out of the sale of my condo about a year ago now. Uh, The Chris Lindahl team is offering a free listing side commission between now and March 16th to one lucky Mackie and Judd listener. All you have to do to enter is call 763-401-SOLD or uh, go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. The deadline is March 16th. If you're looking to make, I don't know who wouldn't be, thousands of dollars, maybe tens of thousands of dollars more off the sale of your home, trust the marketing experts in the number one REMAX results team, Chris Lindahl. That's 763-401-SOLD. Mackie and Judd now continue. No way. You can't just stroll up and be welcome back by everyone. Hey, welcome back. On 1500. ESPN. Minnesota United are back and they take on Orlando City this Saturday. You can tune in at 6 p.m. for the pre match show with Brian Pyatt, followed by kickoff at 6 30. All the action right here on 1500 ESPN. This is so dumb. This is so dumb. It's so predictable. Adrian I don't know if it's dumb, but it's predictable. No, it's, it's honest to God. So we're starting to build up a Tom Thibodeau front office resume here that does not look good and it's been two years let's just start with the Derrick Rose signing which Adrian Wojnarowski ESPN is reporting as of 10 minutes ago so Derrick Rose who by the way isn't even 30 years old yet he's 29 and a half he his his body has aged into its 60s your team needs shooting and defense shooting and defense which Derrick Rose offers none of by the way especially after multiple procedures and uh, so he he's he's a volume shooter. The last thing this team needs is a ball-centric, inefficient offensive player who doesn't do anything defensively. It's the last thing this team needs. Jamal Crawford off the bench is ball-centric. Andrew Wiggins is ball-centric. Cat needs touches. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, when he comes back, is ball-centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Teague is very ball-centric. You don't, The last thing you need is another selfish, ball-centric guy who's going to jack up bad shots at a low percentage. Derrick Rose... Derrick Rose was actually that when he won the MVP award. He was just better at that and was more explosive and did other things. Here's another thing, too. 
If you can't play with LeBron James, LeBron James is one of the most unselfish, on-the-court, amazing basketball players in the history of the league. Mm -hmm. He makes everybody around him look incredible. Like, he'll turn average players like Matthew Dellavedova into superstars in seven-game series against the Warriors. Because he distributes, he rebounds, he's unselfish, uh, he doesn't hog shots, he's efficient. So it doesn't it doesn't take him thirty shots to get to thirty points. Derrick Rose couldn't even hang on a LeBron James team when he was on the roster. He was on the bench, and then eventually he was so bad and didn't contribute in the locker room or on the court that they just didn't traded he, him for basically nothing. Didn't he have a personal crisis at some point where he actually he said a few of those where he left the team for a period in Cleveland this season as well? Yes, there's he, nothing left became, in the tank here. This became. A certainty to happen the second Butler went down in Houston. It became a certainty to happen. Tibbs loves these guys, man. He loves these guys. It could drive you nuts all at once. But this is one of the least surprising moves of all time because once Butler got hurt, we all became convinced that, in fact, we we were semi-convinced that this was going to happen before Butler got hurt. So once he got hurt, this was going to happen. Yeah, this is. And then, and then let's keep going down the Tom Thibodeau front office resume here. So Zach Levine is back now with the Bulls. He's played 20 games. Now, he's still knocking off some of the rush because it's been about a year since he's played basketball in the NBA. But per 36 minutes, so his minutes are down. They're they're limiting his minutes. He played 37 minutes last year for the Wolves. He's playing 27 minutes. If you average his numbers out to a per 36-minute basis and compare him to the other guy they could have traded to get Jimmy Butler, which is Andrew Wiggins. Do we know that for a fact? Yes. I think it's been reported enough that— That the Bulls had interest in Andrew Wiggins, and then they wound up settling. We could ask Doogie again. He's plugged into that stuff. He's mm-hmm. talked to Glenn Taylor a hundred times since that trade went down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's fair to assume that Andrew Wiggins was highly coveted as a young player a couple summers ago, and the Wolves decided that he was the better guy to hang on to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or last summer, I guess. So Zach Levine per thirty-six minutes is now averaging twenty-two points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal and a half, and shooting thirty-seven percent from three-point range, and he makes eighty percent of his free throws. All of which are better than what Andrew Wiggins is providing on the Timberwolves this year. Lowry Markkinen was the draft pick they also included in that deal. Now, could they have landed Jimmy Butler for Andrew Wiggins and Chris Dunn and not giving up that draft pick? I don't know if they... They may have had to give up the draft pick regardless. And a hell of a player. He's going to be very good. But if they could have hung on to the draft pick somehow, Markkanen is... Now, his three-point shot is down a little bit, but he's still shooting above average from downtown. Uh, 15 points, eight rebounds. He's been one of the better rookie contributors, 20 years old. Yep. Um, and, and we wind up with Derrick Rose on the roster here. Like, Derrick Rose is now... Like, what's your answer? All right. It's a scrunched Western Conference. You got you. You've got to, you, you got. You're fighting with you, you're Ricky your, Rubio. You're getting his Bulls back together. What's your counterpunch? You counter got Taj. You got you got Derrick Rose now. You got Butler there. This is. Let's talk about um, what happens when people panic, because I think that's that is essentially where we're at. Butler's hurt. Butler is Tibbs' guy, right? And now these uh, first two, they're, they're playing eight consecutive games against very tough teams. On the road, they lost their first two. Wiggins is giving you nothing. Tibbs, the coach, is panicking. Tibbs, the coach, has now gone to his his Tibbs, the front office guy, and said, what the hell can we do? He's bringing back a guy that he trusts, despite the fact that this guy is broken beyond repair, almost certainly. 
This is about Tibbs seeing a playoff spot slipping away and convincing himself that somehow Derrick Rose is going to step in and help, despite the fact that's highly unlikely and despite the fact that there's a very good chance that Derrick Rose gets hurt before the end of this season if he tries to play for the Wolves any extensive time, which Tibbs, by the way, will play him and he will get get hurt because there's no way on God's green earth that Tibbs won't ask him to play too much. Yeah, well, the only the only saving grace here. In the in the five seasons Derrick Rose has played since missing all of 2012-13 with the ACL tear, the only saving grace is he was pretty decent last year with the Knicks. Not great, and not a and not Tibbs a, tried to get him at the deadline right, last year. Not a key piece to your puzzle, yes. but um, it, it took him 15 shots a game to get there. But he did average 18 points. He dished out some passes. Um, he was still an atrocious shooter. That's the thing. If you're again, if you're just looking, forget about names and what does this team need more than anything? All right, how do, how do the how does this team solidify itself as a playoff team, or even like going into next year? Not that Derrick Rose is going to be around next year. We, heaven forbid. You, I was going to say you don't know that. It needs better long range shooting. Like when they're when you play the Rockets and they outscore you by 48 points from downtown, and now you have to close that gap in other ways. It would be nice if that gap was only 24 points because he knocked down a few three-pointers. Uh, Derrick Rose in his career is a 30% shooter from downtown, and that number is 25% the last few years. He should not shoot three-pointers. He's not a long-range shooter, mm-hmm. so he doesn't check that box. Defensively, if you look at his his post-surgery defensive metrics, he's one of the worst, in terms of defensive rating, one of the worst defenders in the NBA. Like there's And, and as far as everyone has been reporting yes. over the past few years, he's not exactly like... Mr. Camaraderie behind the scenes in the locker room. This is so, a panic move. And as John Krasinski points out, covers the team very closely. They just had five days to practice between. They they have this sort of this bye week in the middle yeah. of the season, and they had five days to practice. I don't know how many times they practiced, and now they announced the signing. So was he practicing this week? And if not, like you just practiced without Derrick Rose for five days. They took. And you're gonna uh, play. You're gonna play the Celtics tonight. I think they it's took, ridiculous. I think they took two days off and practiced hard for three. Listen, this is Tibbs panicking. This is this. He was, I think he he wanted to make this move before Butler got, got hurt. When he saw those last two games before the uh, bye here, I think he looked and said, I'm going to do something. I got to do something. I got to bring. And, and this is, although they don't play the same position, this is also another indictment of Wiggins in the sense that the more you see him play, the less that you can trust him. He's not trustworthy. You've gone you've gone from starting the season attempting to do sort of the opening day picture campaign, Butler, Wiggins, and Towns, and now you're at a place where Butler and Towns are your stars, and Wiggins might be a complimentary player, but you can't trust him. He's a complimentary player he right is, now. He's not he's not a guy that you can trust. Uh, actually, there's a, a a great article that just came out that kind of goes off of what you just said. Uh, how the how the mighty have fallen. Let's get to that. And you know what? If you have thoughts on this too, Doogie's coming in in 20 minutes, but we can open up phone lines. The Wolves just signed Derrick Rose. Of course. Just like the most predictable classic Tom Thibodeau move. 2010. 651-646-8255. 877-615-1500. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. 
All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.